The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrell. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terrell, blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between terminus on Oriented Television. I'd like to welcome those watching on the live stream, watching us on YouTube, also hearing us on, um, on the local voice on SoundCloud, and also watching on Oriented Television. We are everywhere, Sammy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, you know I'm glad, you know, and you're back. You know what I mean? I'm you're back. on vacation after a week. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I needed that time off. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was nice. Kind of just chilled at home. I uh, did a lot of yard work. But it was the first uh, week off I had in many, 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 many. And months. I think a lot of that has to do with the <laughs> COVID-19 pandemic, obviously. Co- yeah, it, it is. And, um, you know, working on uh, just trying to keep the station going and everything kind of settled down. Yep. Able to take some time off, which is good. Yep. And so here we are. We're back at it. And um, media day. Media day. Was Friday. You, you can't go wrong with media day, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, you know, it's funny because um, out of the um, there were 20, there were 20 schools there. Um, Southfield Arts and Tech didn't, was not there. Um, but, Again. Um, no, yeah. Well, it seems like it's a regular occurrence, eh? Well, for them, you know what I mean? But, um, but. But Harper Woods was there, you know what I mean, and that was something that was um really interesting. You know, Harper yeah. Woods was there. You know, they were invited. Um, I got to interview their their um defensive coordinator. Um, yeah, to have um mm-hmm. the newbie in town. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Were you surprised that they were there? Uh, yes, I was. To be honest with you, yes, I was. I mean, you know, because I know this is Harper Woods. Technically, is not in the OA yet. They're coming in the winter. Um, yes, but when you look at Teams that were there, you know what I mean? Like, the traditional, everybody was there. I got to interview at least 19 of the 22 teams there. Um, you know, we got, we also got, we also got, um, a couple teams from our podcast last, um, couple weeks, you know, and yeah. then we've gotten some interviews from them as well. So, so, uh, I mean, but we've been, you've been doing this for a long time. Oh, yes. A long time. A long time. And it's always um, fun, uh, useful insights. You get some information deeper on their teams, you know, on their teams and everything, and it's really not, you know what I mean? And, of course, you know, you also, I, I also do this for the blog as well. Um, of course, I'll release my top 10, um, my top 10 rankings on the um, – during the blue preview show coming up in a couple weeks. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah. And um, the the cool thing is players. Yeah. Uh, we get to get some insight from the players. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is – coaches, they'll tell you the company line, right? Uh-huh. And for the most part, the players will too. Absolutely. But sometimes you get some gems. Like, you really get to know these kids. You get to, to see uh, – you know, the seniors or the captains up close and personal. Especially, you know, when you look at, obviously, the um, – when you look at, obviously, there's some teams I'm curious to very keep a close eye on. I know the coaches do their own preseason – do the preseason coaches poll. Yep. So um, we're going to go over that we're today. We're going to go over that today, obviously. Um, what teams do you think could make a miracle – a magical run? And what team <laughs> is you really are not buying? Um, yeah. There's, there's, a, 
Because mm-hmm. there's always one, right? Oh, I mean, there's yeah. always, uh, you know. I mean, two years ago, it was A&T. I didn't buy them, and look what happened. <laughs> I mean, like. Well, that's true. I mean, like, and we were both very disappointed with Oxford, you know, two years ago, you know. And then, um, you know, but I'm curious to see how this year is going to look, considering, you know, there are some teams where I'm high on, where you're high on, and there's some that we're, we're both not on. Yeah, it's, and f- you and I are different animals. Yes. You know the inner workings of a lot of these teams. You have uh, a tighter relationship with a lot of the coaches, um, 80s, and so on. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Your years of doing this um, around o- Oakland County. Mm-hmm. For me, it's it's more of traditional. Who who traditionally is a strong right. player? That's where I am because I am still on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. In a way, I'm learning. Right. And um, you know, over huh, two. Mm-hmm. How long have I been sitting here with you? Uh, Two years at least, three now. So it's like I'm learning from you, but I'm still that newbie. I treat me like I'm the audience at home. Mm -hmm. I'm just the general audience, and you go, oh, you know, Avondale. Oh yeah, okay. You know, oh Clarkson. Oh, they're the big power, right? So that's where I'm coming from. Right. Kind of um, from as the average viewer watching. Uh, what is taking place here with the football um, and uh, the, teams in the season? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I do want to talk a little bit of the um, of these teams. Obviously, um, I do want to start with the new kids in the block, Harper Woods. I mean, they yeah. do they have one more year left in the league? Obviously, and um, I I know it's not really this. Yes, but if you're just tuning in, just tuning in, Harper Woods will be in the league starting next year on the yep. Pioneers. Um, Harper Woods will be in the um league starting this winter um for basketball obviously um we're gonna bring up their um we're gonna bring up their schedule we're gonna talk a little bit about them before they start before we um start with the coaches poll um their schedule is out um so we'll do a little bit of brief on harper woods obviously yeah they got a lot coming back um they got a good quarterback so so we've had a couple interviews where the coaches were asking their opinion Mm -hmm. and one said oh it's interesting Mm-hmm. The other one said, I had no idea. I had no idea. So at Media Day, mm-hmm. what was the response of Harper Woods? I mean, everybody has to know. Everybody now knows they're coming. <laughs> they were and at we the- know, And we know the last few years with Harper Woods. I mean, like, um, the last few years, Harper Woods has been, like, they've been, they made the playoffs the last three years. Um, but, um, yeah, I, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. I mean, there's a lot year. of unknowns. I mean, Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have uh, around the OA, these coaches know each other, right? And a lot of them are assistants moving over here, or played under coaches, or mm-hmm. have have been weaned, you know, grown up and weaned through the OAA, mm-hmm. either as players, um, assistants, volunt- you know, I mean, they've been here, yeah. So heart bringing them in a newbie, right? Do, do you think that brings a wrinkle, or do you think it's what was your a, impression? It brings a wrinkle into the league. I, I think, you know, when you look at especially next year, because they're still going to be pretty good. I mean, I know Coach Rob Olden, what he's going to bring to the table. I yeah. think that um, they're going to be very competitive. I know they played a tough schedule. I'm looking at their current schedule right now, and, you know, they, they're not – they're not they're, – they're an independent, but they've got some teams they got to play. I mean, like, they open up with Ypsilanti. They got to oh. play Pickney. Pinkney can be tough. Yep. Then they got to play St. Mary's. Orchard Lake? Yes. Okay. Pontiac Northern Prep. Detroit Country Day. Tough. Antramic. Allen Park. Tough. 
Warranty to sell. Tough. And they close out the year with E-Course. I don't know anything about E-Course. Um, E-Course they beat last year on 45-24. So they are an independent. Right, they're are, an independent, yeah. Is that just for this year, or have they always been independent? They've been an independent for the last few years in football. Um, they played, Okay, they played, I did not know that. They played the likes of Nova Detroit Catholic Central, Pontiac Nordian Prep, um, Davison, Warren D. LaSalle. I mean... I mean, they lost. So the, who's their rival? Do they have one? I mean, if you're independent, that means you kind of pick up games. They don't as you really can. have that rival. I mean, like I know in basketball, the rivalry a rival has to be Hopperwood Chandler Park. But if they have to have like an OA rival, people say, well, Ferndale might make some sense because they're they're the closest to Hopperwood. But, but yeah, rivals are developed over time, though. Right. right? But I I just don't think Harper Woods has that rival in the OA as of or yet, or even on their independent schedule right, or do they schedule no i don't think they do i mean like people say well is it e-course possibly yeah. maybe i'm surprised that they were independent uh how mm-hmm. many other independents are out there nowadays i know Northern prep is an independent um country days an independent for football really um but there's not a lot of independents yeah yeah i mean harper woods you know they used to be in a small we started lining up mm-hmm. hmm. interesting well so, that 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 brings another element to the table of Absolutely. why they joined up. It brings you know, the They're not element. leaving a league and getting out of one. They, mm-hmm. they didn't have one. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at Harper with the schedule, when I'm looking at their schedule, I mean, like, you know, I think they'll be, I think they'll knock off Vitsalani. I think they'll beat Pickney. St. Mary's will be a really tricky game. So in order and prep and so will country day. Don't be surprised they're two and three hanging that hand tram again. I think it'll be three and three against Hantramic, but then I think the big game for them is Allen Park. Yeah. Um, and you know Allen Park. Allen Park's well. tough, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and always has been. Mm-hmm. And if you can handle Allen Park, then you're setting up yourself for a good season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're gonna lose that game. I really do. Um, so I have them at three and four, then I got De La Salle. Um, I don't think they're gonna beat them. That's three and five, and then I think E course. I think the, I think Harper Woods could finish here four and five, mm. but don't be surprised if they do finish. I mean, they do got a very good player in Christian Stokes coming back, obviously. So I'm curious to see how that turns out. Obviously, with Christian Stokes coming back, yeah, for them, and you know, I I really believe that um, well, he's gonna be the key for them. Yeah, and moving forward too. I mean. Since they are part of the league, I think we should keep track of them for the rest of the season. Don't you agree? Yeah, I treat, do. Treat them as a member and go. How are they doing? Member, What's happening? Doing, yeah. Because this is kind of our. Uh, this is our. Team what do you call it? Our, this is research. This is research, right? Yep. What are we going to get next year? So uh, take a peek at what's what's going on with them as the regular season mm-hmm. goes along. So that's another added um, element be a team to the to show. Keep a really close eye on. I did. A, yeah. I did. I did do a coach's poll on this. I did do a poll on Twitter. And the majority of them said no. You know what I mean? Don't cover Harper Woods. Really? Yeah. They don't at all? No. Which That's surprising. It is surprising. So what was the vote? Um, 60-40. 60-40. Yep. It was tight. So don't cover them at all. But, you know, but, you know, since we will keep a very close eye on Harper Woods. Yes. Okay. We'll keep an eye on him. You know what I mean? Are the coaches going to dictate the content that you're going to throw out? No. No, <laughs> but I, I, I will. But I, will. I think it's interesting. It is. I go. They are now. They they're are coming in. in. They're you coming know in. You got to know what you're getting into. Obviously. So yeah, I think we're, we will definitely cover Hopper Woods for sure. I yeah. mean, I would. That 
we're gonna definitely we're gonna definitely cover <laughs> Harper Woods for sure. Interesting. Um, and now let's look at our favorite our favorite part of the day, the preseason coaches poll. Oh yeah. Okay. So I tried to make some graphics here. So bear mm-hmm. with us on the the visual side of things. But hang on a second, Sam. Go ahead. You give them the preview. I mean, when you look at the um, what do you want to go blue first, Ian, or do you want to go red first? Uh, I get red and white up here on the screen. Okay. The so red and the white. The red and the white obviously got West Bloomfield's the top team, obviously. Uh, three first place votes. Three first place votes. Clarkston is number two. Um, Lake Orion number three. A and T number four. Oxford five. Stony Creek six. So before we go ripping through these, mm-hmm. do you want to digest what we just read? Yeah, let's digest the red first. Um, yeah, I do have the white up too, but mm-hmm. but Stony Creek because they're moving up, right? They're moving up. They got a quarterback controversy. Competition looming. Okay, and uh, Francois Benitez and um, their best, yep. monster senior class is gone. Bye bye. Yep. So when you look at Stony Creek, um, obviously, um, obviously the Cougars are a team that um, they lost a lot. They did. I mean, like obviously, um, obviously when you look at players like um, they did return John Fogler, who was a um key part of that um team, the backup to Cam Burford. Um, they do have, um, I mean, like they, there's a ton of question marks for coach Nick Merlo's yeah. team. I mean, obviously program and strength. moving up. See, that's, that was the discussion mm-hmm. we had a couple weeks ago, obviously about, Hey, we're really good. One now year. Prove it. Yeah. You moved up to the red and now your prove senior it. class is gone. Now prove it. And if you're, I, I, I think, uh, punishment through success. <laughs> you think Wait. Stony Creek can handle the red? Um. Well, I don't know. Like you said, they had over the last th- three years. Yeah, we knew what they were building. Right, and it peaked last year. It did. Right. I mean, they fulfilled everything we thought would happen. Mm-hmm. And now with that gone, you're like, whoa! There are so many question marks. Just like you said. You so, know, the quarterback competition is going to be interesting. Which is huge in the high school level. I mean, I mean Johnny Fogler is going to be the starting back, most likely. you got Zach Hagler, who's going to probably be a receiver. Um, Eric Booth, another player who could be another receiver. I mean, like, then their defense last season, of course, allowing 124 points last year. Yeah. Um. So, there's a lot. I mean, like, they did allow 45 to Romeo, though, so out of the 124. So. Turnover. There's a ton of turnover. But it was turnover city. I mean, we mm-hmm. got to. Yeah, that game was turnover city. Yeah, of course, um, Bobbing and two of those were for touchdowns yes. in that game. Yeah, so I, that's kind of an anomaly, mm-hmm. I think. But uh, but like the, it's that whole team's pretty much the core of that team's gone. Yeah. So I mean, looking at this, do you th- are we? How, how do you want to dig in on this? Stony do you want to say Stony can beat uh, get two W's in the red? I could see Stony maybe getting two or three wins in the red. Really? Um. I just think that um, the pro- their non-conference is interesting. I mean, they do open up with um, Port Huron at home, which is going to be a really interesting game. Um, they do have Seaholm to close out the year. Um, but then, of course, you have that game at Rochester in week two, which I think is going to be really interesting there. Yeah, that's, and then, that's always fun. And then when you look at that red schedule, you're home with Clarkston. You got to go to the Swamp. You got Southfield at home. You got to go to Lake Orion. Got Oxford and Adams both at home. Um, and we've seen Stoney uh, play Lake Orion very, mm-hmm. very tough. Yes. Regardless, I mean, even on the come up, as they were building up to what they had. I remember uh, that in, playoff game. You know what I mean? 
Very Nick Merlo had a really good game plan. Awesome game plan. He had a really good game plan there. Hang on to the game. ball. Hang on to the ball. Hang on make to the sure ball. Your de- make sure your <laughs> offense, their offense just doesn't get a hold of the ball. Yeah, and it worked. It and, worked. And you know they're not changing styles. No, no. I expect them to run that RPO. You know what I mean? Spread multiple formations. Yeah. I mean, they're a team I think could do some damage for sure. All right. So we're moving. Okay, so Stoney, we know what Stoney's getting into. Yep. Oxford, still in red, always been in the red. What do we got here? They got experience coming back. Still unknown? No. I think, they, I think they're getting disrespected. Ooh. I think they're getting disrespected because um, Brady Carpenter's a really good quarterback. I like Trent Muir at running back. Um, they got some receivers, um, some proven receivers. Um, their line, I think, is really good. Um, I just think that when I look at Oxford, the only problem I have with them is their schedule. Because <laughs> it's, it's uh, rather difficult, as I recall. Uh, it is like a cabbage and a coleslaw. That's how <laughs> rough its schedule is. <laughs> or, or a meat in a grinder. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, obviously, when you look at Oxford, um, their schedule, they open up with Romeo, and that is uh, going to be brutal. Yeah, that's a tough opener. Yeah, really tough opener. And then you got um, – and then your other non-conference games include Rochester, um, Chippewa Valley. And Adams, that's your non-conference. Tough. Yeah, I really mean, brutal. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, so what's their uh, what's the red schedule as far as home and? They way? are home at West Bloomfield, at okay. Lake Orion, home at Clarkston, at Southfield, at Stony Creek. Okay, that's not that bad. Not that bad, but you know, I'm I'm thinking when I look at Oxford, um, you know, I know Coach Zach Lyon's going to have that team ready, compete every week. I know he has championship aspirations. He's yes. got a very good senior class. Um, so I'll be curious to see what I, they have. I, I'm really – Especially I'm, offensively because they were not good last year, no. only scoring 10 points the last four weeks. Yeah, that was that was difficult. Yes. Um, and not knowing the details of injury situation, health situation. I mean, last year was so just – we know – it was just qu- crazy. Mm-hmm. So this is, if everything holds par, everybody stays healthy, everything goes on. I think they're going to I think they should people. do okay. It's I'm so the excited. The only problem to see what I do. have with them, and it's not their personnel or their kids or their coaches, it's the schedule. That's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. problem I have. Yeah. You know, I and, think they're going to be a good team. I have them ranked in the top ten. Really? I have Oxford ranked in the top 10. Um, so that's a little heads up for you. Okay. So that, I, that's how that high just, I am with Oxford. I don't know if I'm that high. I have but, them ranked. But I'm really excited to see, mm-hmm. um, you know, a regular season out of these guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, especially. So it's tough to come in as a new coach to get things going under those circumstances of what they were running into last year. is insane. Yes. So I'm really excited about Oxford. Okay, A and T. What do we got at A and T? Uh oh. Do you agree with this ranking? Isaiah Marshall is going to be a good quarterback. Okay, they got some good players. You got John. You got they got David Young. They got. I've I've got too many concerns up front with this team, and I got too many concerns with them at the rushing attack. Yes, I know the RPO. Yes, I know they got a new coach in Aaron Marshall. Yes, they got probably one of the worst uniform combinations in sports. <laughs> but, but that does not equate but, to wins or losses. But when Sammy. you look at their schedule, a <laughs> schedule, it is brutal. 
I mean, and, worse than Oxford's. No, Oxford's is much worse. Yes. Um, even though A and T was not at media day, they still got to play River Rouge. That's going to be brutal. They got to play. Um, I think they got Oak Park on the schedule. That's going to be interesting. Um, and then of course they got Detroit Cast that go up the year week one. For them to win games, Isaiah Marshall has to stay healthy. If he doesn't, this team could go south real quick. Yeah, so what's their old line looking like? That's the big question. Yes, they got some experience coming back, but the question is, how is their line going to look? That is the big question. Yeah. I don't have anything at Southfield with me right now. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to move the ball. They run that RPO, which they will, yeah. especially with Marshall. Well, RPO also can get your quarterback hit quite a bit. Correct. So, um, yeah. A&T's got some concerns. <laughs> I mean, like, even though I got him ranked high because of Marshall, it's just, it's a pretty dangerous rank yeah. I have him at. Right okay. Uh, let's roll up to Lake Orion. This is an interesting team. So Lake Orion seated third by third the coaches. Third by the coaches. Um, uh, that's about, is that what they were last year? Yeah, but I've got some concerns. Can this team mesh? Can this team mesh? Can they develop chemistry? Can they develop a bond? You know what yeah. I mean? That's the big question I have with Lake Orion. Other question is defensive secondary. Um, can they find, can they develop chemistry? You know what I mean? I thought last year, to be honest with you, I thought Kyler Carson struggled in some games. Um, now, I know he's been to a lot of camps and all that. I'm very curious if he's been to the team-organized camps and all that. That's the big question. Okay. Um, there's just – this team can be as good as six wins, but as bad as two. The schedule is brutal. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got to play Utica Eisenhower week one. Yes. They got to play at Celine to close out the year. That is. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they got brutal. North Farmington yeah. week two, which is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And then they got um, Seaholm, which. There are, dude, there are no gimmies. There are no gimmies on that no. schedule. There's always like somebody going, okay, they're going to get it. Mm -hmm. But if they're not ready to go right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And you have West Bloomfield, Stony Creek. At home and Oxford at home, you okay. gotta go to um, you gotta go to Clarkston and A and T, you know. So some of the big, the toughest games they're gonna have home, at home, yeah, which is good. But they gotta go to Clarkston A and T, which is gonna be really interesting. Yeah, but they've they've had success at A and T. Oh, absolutely! They've won the last they've won the last two at A and T. Yeah. So I, you know, having some of the tougher games at home, I mm -hmm. think, is a benefit to them. Yes. Is it a seven point swing? Can they? You know, are they good enough to say? Usually at home, for me, I always say it's about a seven point. Yeah, advantage. but not against but, these teams. But some of these teams, it, it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Doesn't matter at all. All right, let's roll up to Clarkston. What do you got? Uh, the question for them is going to be: They're going to ride Mike DePillo and Ethan Clark. That's what Kurt Richardson said at media day. Yeah, the Twin Titans are gone. They're going to rut. Yep. Spindler and Dillinger are gone. gone. There's some questions up front, obviously. Um, you got Cole Dillinger up front. Um, Who's got, supposed to be very he's, good, He's going to be very good, yes. Um, I'm curious to see, can Logan Call um, step up? You know, can he step up? Now he's going to be the number one receiver over there at Clarkston. Um, and... Um, Kurt said they were going to be they're fine. They're going to be fine. You know, but they're going to be relying a lot on the pillow and Clark to carry them. 
Well, they um, had a lot of underclassmen playing over the last couple of years. True. Right? That we saw true. that because of the injuries that one year. Uh, mm-hmm. He came in last season. The pillow did start the whole year. Talking about it. Yeah, you the know, the started the whole year in 2019. He started the whole year. Yeah. Um, curious to see where Davis York fits in this picture. Um, do you find Clarkson? the the seating as number two accurate? Yes, because you got uh, West Bloomfield as a defending uh, yes. state champion. Yes, I do. I see it really accurate. Um, you know, with with Clarkston, it's I think it's going to come down to. I'm a little concerned about their secondary. Um, their linebackers are going to be the strength of defense. They did get a transfer in there from Plymouth Salem. Okay. Um, but the key for them is going to be is that defensive secondary. You know, and if they struggle there in that that department, they're going to have some problems. You know, and they were exposed to that last year against Grand Blank, where their secondary was exposed. I mean, I don't think Kurt Richardson has fixed that secondary yet. Mm. And, you know, and that's going to be the big-time question there for Clarkson. Is, yeah. Have their secondary gotten better from the last year? Can they stop the, they stop yeah, the, the deep the, threat? The deep threat. Um, okay, defending state champ, West Bloomfield. Well, this is interesting. Class of the uh, red. Coach Therese Grice. Um, new coach, that's new right. New coach, defensive coordinator from West Bloomfield a year ago. Yep. Um, used to be at Detroit Renaissance head coach. A nice chat with him. Um, he's really high. I mean, they're, they're going to be very young. But anytime you return players like Dylan Tatum. Who's got, played. Who's played. And then anytime you also have, um, you also have another one as well. Um, in um, Samaj Morgan, who I've yeah. been really high on. Um, and then you go have Amir Herring, Ryan Ross up front. Um, and then your defense is going to be really good. Little by Brandon Davis Swan, Lorenzo Williams, Mike Williams. I mean, speed, athleticism, speed, athleticism. strong running game. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Raquan Nance, obviously. We've seen what he did in JV <laughs> last year. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we have the filmable on TV to see it. I mean, I'll gladly send it over to Coach Grice. I mean, like. I'm sure he's seen it. Yes, I'm pretty sure he's seen it. I yeah. mean, like, Raekwon, I mean, Raekwon Nance reminds me of a lot of the great West Bluffy quarterbacks have gone through there. Yeah, Tristan Jackson. I mean, like, among them. I yep. mean, like. Um, it's still varsity level. Though. It's still varsity level, but and he has played varsity experience. He played some in the state championship game against Davison. Which is Mm-hmm. Invaluable. I mean, yep. you. It's unbelievable to have that that luxury to do. It is. I mean, like, and you really look at because that was a blue. That was a shocking blowout. Now, even if um, if um Sullivan Brennan Sullivan played in that game, you think it it would not have mattered? No. Okay. I don't think so. And he said that their questions were this year were going to be their young defensive unit. I don't think they're young at all. I think they got enough speed to do with anything. I mean, they open up with Adams in the swamp, which that you know that'll be fun. That'll be a good game. Um, then they got to play at Oak Park, which that'll be a, that's a trap game. And then their week eight's North Farmington, and at we and, at, and they're gonna be at Swinehart week nine. Okay, against the Utica Eisenhower. So, so interesting schedule. Nothing really daunting for them. Um, they gotta they gotta go to I uh, gotta go to Oxford Lake Orion. Yeah, and A and T. Um, they got Clarkson Stony Creek at home. So nothing real daunting. Nothing real daunting for them. I mean, especially coming off the state title. Mm-hmm. And just and like you mentioned about the personnel, they uh, want to go back. They should. Yeah, they, they, they're favored. They're one of the favorites. Are they? Yeah, they're one already. of the favorites already. Yes. So, uh, just so you know, we're about twenty-seven. Wow. I know, and we just did the red. So uh, yeah. let's. Uh, I I love talking about this. This is the fun stuff, yes. right? We've been chomping at the bit to do this. 
But if we're going to get out of here um, <laughs> on time, get everybody their due, um, we've got to tighten it up just yep. a bit. Um, I know we gave a lot of attention to the red, but uh, you're also going to do the white your, and the blue you know, today, but we're also going to do the TV show. So mm-hmm. we're going to have more in-depth stuff just like this mm-hmm. on the uh, the OAA, uh, OAA Now uh, football, football preview, preview show. show. Yep. So this will be in-depth on this. So yep. let's uh, – we'll tidy it. That's my fault. I, I'm asking questions. I'm like, yeah, I want to know it's that. Okay. I mean, this is the stuff I want to hear. okay. This is the juicy bits, right? This it's is okay. what I, I – I didn't get to go to media day, and I'm just dying to hear this info. So let's move on over to the white. white yep. And so we have uh, – Oak let's Park. Say, yep. Grove, Adams, North Farmington, Seaholm, and Rochester. Uh, any first place? How many first place? Oak votes? Park had three first place votes, which I'm up at arms with, because I think Adams is going to be really, really good. Okay, so you think Adams should be up? Adams should be first, in my opinion, followed by North Farmington, then Groves, Rochester, Oak Park, Seaholm. Really? Yep. So they had a lot of injuries last year. Oak Park went 0 six. Made that they got, run. Got everybody back from injury. Yep. Did all the guys that get hurt graduate? All the guys that got <laughs> hurt graduated. So that was their team, right? That was their uh, team. So yeah. <laughs> so there's a, there's a huge question mark for Oak Park. Huge, because they're they're gonna have a new quarterback, likely Ryan Ramsey. Um, running games. A so big what do the coaches know that we don't? Maybe they know something I don't. Yes, it's like they got three first place votes. I mean. That's what West Bloomfield got on their yeah, side. Yeah, but sometimes name, but sometimes name recognition can get you. See, that's okay. what I was saying. I'm the guy, and I'm the I'm the average Joe. Uh huh. public. You gotta look at the talent that each team has inside. <laughs> I mean, look at what Adams has got. I mean, yeah. Groves has got some question marks. I mean, North Farmington, how's their depth gonna look? Seaholm, you got some questions there. Rochester. You don't know what they're going to be, especially at Rochester. All you got to do is look at that Adams game with Rochester, yes, despite yeah. that undefeated season. Yeah. So, yeah. So has the white been adjusted, right? I mean, what are any adjust, uh, changes in the white from last year? Besides Rochester going up to the blue, um, from the blue to the white. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's and um, every- Farmington went down to the white and the blue. Right. So there, there's a swap. Mm-hmm. Rochester moves up. Oak blue- Park moved down from the red. And, but the the blue is different from the white. Yes, it is. Right? So, as I don't want to bounce all over, but sh- showing Rochester, do you think that's accurate? Rochester should be bottom in the white. Of, bottom of, well, no, the bottom of the white. No. That you, is not accurate at all. You think they're better? Though. I think they're better than what their, their records indicate. They got experience back. Anytime you turn Alex Blano at quarterback, you know, they got the bulk of their team back, but everybody's going to look at that Adams game and say, you know what? That Adams game where they just got swallowed thirty nine to seven on their home field. Oh, I did not. Uh, Adams, I didn't I mean, pick Rochester, that. <laughs> yeah, Rochester had lost fifteen straight to Adams, and they haven't beaten them since nineteen ninety six. Which isn't. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So when you really look at it here, I mean, I think who's a sleeper on that white side. Do you uh, have one, or do you think it's uh, pretty cut and dry, Adams? I think it's pretty cut and dry. It's Adams is the favorite, I think, is going to win that division. I think Adams, because of the experience they got back, you know, Tony Petrino. Yeah. You know, they have, obviously, you know, Parker Pico quarterback. You have Logan Patera. You got Tate Pico, Brady Priest. How many are there? There's many, two Picos. Oh, it feels like we've been calling their name for, like, 10 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you have Brady Priest score, and you have okay. – um. 
The familiar they're, names. The their familiar. line is the line are gonna be pretty good. I mean, like I really like Hassan Murray. I like Jack Clerk a lot. Um, but the white, if they're the sleeper, North Farmington. Okay. Reason why I say this because the Raiders, Ryan Shelby at quarterback. You got um Jasper Beeler. You got Aaron Rice. I mean, their lines of their lines of question mark. Their depth of question mark. Um, they play a tough schedule. Yeah. Uh, North Farmington's a team to definitely keep an eye on. So that's my sleeper. <laughs> Even though I have them ranked higher than Oak Park and Grove. So where do you think Oak Park should be? Oak Park should be probably between fourth and fifth in the white. Okay. I'm not being mean to them. Even though they came down from the red and they competed in the red. Mm-hmm. And- that schedule is absolutely vicious that they got to play. I mean, they don't have a week nine yet. Would it be Clarkson? Maybe. Ooh. Um, but they have to Clarkson's play. Clarkson's looking. Yeah. Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, they got to play. They got to play West Bloomfield. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that is. Their non-conference tough, it, is yeah. very difficult. I mean, they got to play at Southfield. That's not going to be easy at all. Okay. So, I think Oak Park is right there. Um. That's where I think Oak Park should be. Seaholm, I think, is going to be last. I mean, as we talked a couple weeks ago to Coach Jim Dewell, they've got three guys that are looking at possibly playing quarterback. Yes. You know There's they're going to— There's too many concerns on that team. Yeah, but you know they're going to settle on one. and They'll settle on one, yes. And, but we said it—I'll say it. I, I know you've said it in the past. The quarterback position in the high school game is so vital— you know, it, it the quarterback is the most important position mm-hmm. on any level of football team. Yes. But in the high school game, it having is. a signal caller making the right decisions at the right time, no unforced errors, goof, you know, that sort of thing, being solid with the ball is so it's important. It's like having a coach on the field. I mean, like, you know, that's what your quarterback does. It should does. be. It should be. And it they should, should have be. that confidence to make those decisions mm-hmm. or change you know, I don't know how many audibles they'll run, but at least recognizing what is happening in front of them. But that's experience. Yeah. Right? So, you know, some of these teams having freshmen coming in or JV coming up to the like varsity Groves. level. Groves, perfect example. They're going with the freshman quarterback, Caden Her- and Caden Herdy. I mean, we've seen rare instances where those freshmen have taken off and done just amazing things. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Marshall last year, you got Sean Shrett in the past. Correct, but it doesn't happen every year. No. It is rare. It's very rare. So, And and if you're a freshman to play on varsity, you know what I mean, you got to be a special talent to play. Oh, absolutely. You know, so when I look at the white, you know, I'm just, I'm a little suspect on Oak Park. Um, Groves I'm very suspect on. Um, they play your alma mater coming up week one. Dexter? Yes. On the road or home? At Wayne State. Oh, one of those. Yep. So, the Dreadnoughts. Yep. Not, not historically a state power. And I think that, De- <laughs> you know, and. You think Dexter's going to take I those? think Dexter might be. Yeah, I think, I'm saying so. I mean, that's how, it's how uh, serious. I, I don't trust Groves'. Go Dreads, go. I, I don't trust Groves' offense this year, even though they got Jane Magnum, who just came into Michigan State yesterday. Oh. Um, and then um, they got um, Charles Rogers' son, who's on that team. Really? Yep. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, just a lot of white. I just couldn't figure out. So do you think the blues? Do, well, I'm gonna say, do you think the white is the most interesting? 
Yes, I do think the White's the most interesting. Because there's so many, it seems like there's so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the red, we looked at the red and the coaches, but we pretty much agree. Red's pretty much agree, we, yeah. On everything. Yeah. Maybe Oxford, you know, maybe swapping Oxford. spots well, with A&T or, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe. But the white, it the looks white, like it, it's it, kind of a, it, it could be a jumble. It, yeah. It, it could be one of those wide open, who knows type Absolutely. of Absolutely. I think the white could be a jumbo. Um, now in the blue, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, this let me and, change the screen. Now in the blue division, this is where I really don't agree. Because I think there's some teams that are better there. All right. I uh, mean... So, so we got the graphic up. We got uh, blue, Ferndale first. These are all first place votes. And Ferndale got how many first Three place first votes? Three first place votes. Wow. Avondale was second. Berkeley was third. Bloopia Hills fourth. Farmington fifth. Athens sixth. Troy seventh. Royal Oak eight. Pontiac nine. A lot of teams in that blue. Farmington. Come on. New coach. They, new coach, Jason Albrecht. They got experience back. They should be freaking higher than this. New coach inside the program. Yeah, freaking high. They should be freaking higher. Right. You know? Like how much higher? Uh, Berkeley? Take bump Berkeley? I'm bumping Berkeley up. I'm oh, bumping you are. Farmington up. Avon- you know, so the one that Avon- kind of- the one that bothers me is Avondale. <laughs> the one that really sticks out to me is Avondale. I mean, as soon as I typed it in, I was like, Avondale. Going like, yes, in the past they've been really good. Yes. I get it. But, and and the, the potential is there. We always say the potential's totally there. Truly the potential's there. But what have we seen over the last three they have years? Not, Avondale's been around 500. It's, you, they haven't. They'll have a really good week and then completely fall apart. Yes. And it, Maybe it's a, a senior-laden team, is it? What, what? Bloompia Hills is definitely overrated in my book. Bloompia Hills is really overrated because they got to find a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They were playing better. They were playing better, and then look at the last two weeks. That, yeah, that's true. I mean, where they about got outscored 66-23. Yeah, yeah, a whole bunch. Um, And then you look at, obviously, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm saying to myself, okay, Berkeley should be higher than Ferndale. I think Farmington right now, to my opinion, is probably the third-best team in the blue behind Berkeley and Ferndale. So do you have – you have Berkeley as the tops in the blue. Yes, I do have Berkeley's tops in the blue. Look at who they've got back. You got a quarterback in Zach Maurice. You have Ben Maurice as wide receiver. You got, you got, you got him. So what's uh, what was the deal? Berkeley got experience back. Experience matters in this league. Now Ferndale's getting a quarterback coming back um, who didn't play football last year. Um. Don't know his first name, but his last name is Bates. Okay. Really good player. Norman? No. <laughs> uh, no, he, because of COVID last year, he didn't play because of ah, COVID. Okay. And, Sammy, this too, I'm glad you brought that up because there were some kids. I mean, people, personnel were in and out mm-hmm. of lineups all year long. We yes. know that. Um, isolating because of family member or whatever. Mm hmm. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully it's not so the do case. So uh, do, do you see like personnel would be, uh, I mean, changed? Like it's so hard to compare to last year. Yes, it is. Do you think it should just completely be wiped out? Uh, I, I mean, there's certain things you can look like, like quarterbacks, running backs, the skill positions, if they're coming back. We've, so, we've seen those guys in action. Mm-hmm. But the support players, 
the, the numbers that these coaches need. Like Berkeley, he was talking. Yeah, well, Coach Shields, yeah. Tough numbers, mm-hmm. right? And there's some of these teams that can't afford just general injuries. Right. Let alone someone have like, to sit out because of a contact trace. Teams in the red, you know what I mean, can afford this. Teams in the white could afford this. I don't know if teams in the blue could. You know, when you really absorb the in- absorbing general injuries. I mean, when you play football, you're going to be hurt. Yes. And you're going to have guys in and out of that lineup. Mm-hmm. And then you have the COVID situation is still here. It's still here. And it can impact uh, the teams. It it's, can. Absolutely. I mean, like, well, when you really look at, and I'm really looking at. So even with depth, you're saying Berkeley's tops. I think Berkeley's tops. Okay. Um, even over Ferndale, who I think is going to be really good this year. Um, Farmington should be ranked higher, in my opinion. Okay. Because of who they got back. I like Jacob Sanders. I like Dominic Pesha at quarterback. Um, a team that I'm really keeping an eye on is Troy Athens. Okay. Um, Evan Bieber at quarterback, which would be really interesting to see what happens. Now, you wanted to keep an eye on is Troy. <laughs> you keep bringing that up because mm-hmm. the one year I was like, let's go. Let's see what happens, right? We were mm-hmm. try- we're, it's more of a moral thing. Well, last year, how did they do? They went four and four. Right. That's a beat huge Bloom, turnaround. Beat Bloomfield Hills in the playoffs. Yes, a huge turnaround. Mm-hmm. Before they were eliminated by West Bloomfield. Who eliminated everybody. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, what's the makeup of that team? Were they at Media Day? Yes, Troy was there. I'm interested in hearing. And we got an interview. And we got an interview we did with Coach the coach. Frazier, okay, yep. great. So that'll be on the OA, uh, football. now pre- football preview show, which mm-hmm. uh, we'll have in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did he say? I mean, or what? What are some of the nuggets? I mean, they four. It's a huge turn. They have four a four. They have so not being able to score a dang point. Right. To go in four and four. They have is, a good quarterback coming massive. back. They have a very good receiver in Darius Whiteside coming back. I mean, this team. But do you think that they should be third from bottom? Yes. Because, you know what? I take that back. I don't trust Bloopia Hills. I think both Troy schools should be a high, ahead of Bloopia Hills. Um, and then you have Royal Oak, and then there's Pontiac. Pontiac actually gave me some hope when I looked at them. When I looked at was Pontiac. Co- coach was there? Yes. Okay. And I got an interview with him. This is good, because this is the info we're, we're looking for and hoping for. And guys. I found out their week eight game with Farmington they're playing at that new complex. Oh. So gonna it's be, going to be done? It's going to be done before uh, the Pontiac's weekend. new field and track and all that. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. We got to get pictures. We got to get I'd love pictures. to share pictures of that because for Pontiac, that is a huge development. Yes, it is. Right? To have those facilities on site for those kids. They it, suffered. Oh, completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And to to have that on site for them is a huge recruiting tool for it the is. athletics, and to to have that there and for the community, uh, not just for the kids, but the, the community can come out and see that facility. For these kids, awesome. That's yep. awesome. I, so we got to get a picture. They're going to be splitting time between Wisner and. Um, they're going to play some games at Wisner, obviously, the early games. Yeah, tr- still trying to get that field ready to mm-hmm. go. There's so many moving parts getting a field. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a brand-new construction, correct? Yes, brand-new construction. Right, so, and we saw what happened here in Lake Orion when they just redid it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that took a long time. Took a long time. Yeah, they started in May, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was done just before school started. Mm-hmm. So, but that 
this is a whole new construction. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for those guys. Yes, and, and so you, as far as W's go, what are you looking at? They're going to go with the freshman quarterback this year. <laughs> um, no need to talk about that again. They're going to go with a um a young man. Um, going to go with a young man by the name of um of um Jaden Robinson. They're going to go with him, and he's a he's he's a five foot six freshman. Um, five six. Yeah. They're gonna move um, Charles White, who's a new re- Mill Coleman, maybe. <laughs> but um, they're gonna move him to um, they're gonna move him to um, Charles White. They're gonna move him to, to um wide receiver because of his athleticism. Um, for Coach Keith Wade, he said that for Coach Ken Wade, he said that um, they were going to change the culture, try to change the culture. Okay, and we know where this program's been. Five and seventy-three since two thousand twelve. It's 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 difficult. I'll just say that very difficult. And for them to change the culture, they've got to start winning games. They've got to start believing. You know, I think they're going to be more competitive this year. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. I think they're going to be more competitive. Do I see a win in that schedule? Maybe. I think got a shot against Stockbridge. Um, how big would that be? How yeah, a win for them would be huge. Yeah, they haven't won an actual game in three years. I mean, that's how difficult. Yeah, this has been. I mean, they've had a lot of donations, obviously from the. We know about the Detroit Lions with the helmet yes, project, which is fantastic. Um, and our uh, our color analyst. For uh, our football is Chris Frisching, so mm-hmm. uh, with the Detroit Lions, who mm-hmm. handles education and outreach and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I hope he had a hand in that because mm-hmm. uh, he knows the OAA and mm-hmm. coached in it. And to have that resource is huge for those guys, but for those kids. I think Pontiac could surprise some people because Wade's connections with the youth programs at Pontiac. Um, Obviously, you know, it's going to be, it's really difficult to build a program when you have only one team right now. But for me, one thing he's got to do is build program strengths. Um, get more kids involved into the program. Yeah. Um, and Coach CC was right a couple of years ago. It starts at lower levels. It does. And he's going to have to do that this year. He's going to have to really do that. And having community support, mm-hmm. and um, I want to say uh, the community meaning not only just the residents, but the businesses and mm-hmm. organizations to get involved to help these these kids get involved in sports again. Mm-hmm. Um, football, anything. I'll take anything. Absolutely. You know? But to get football again, it, it takes the whole city. It takes the whole city to, to get it going again. It takes one town. Yeah, like Pontiac is. And then yep. the other team we haven't talked about is Royal Oak. Yeah. Low on the schedule there, man. The on, Ravens. On the yeah, the Ravens. They have an identity crisis. Because the reason why I say this is because last season, Royal Oak started um, Hudson Suttle quarterback. And then the last two games, they went to Makai Jenkins, who was their original running back. He... Now, Seidel got benched, I know, in that game against um, prior to that. But Jenkins played the last two games, okay. and Berkeley's, and Royal Oak's offense got better. Um, So now they're moving Jenkins back to quarterback. 
Oh, back to running back and side out the quarterback. Okay. This team, the reason why I say this team's got an identity crisis is because, especially offensively, is because I know their defense is not good. <laughs> their defense is not very good. But their offense is going to be the key. Do I think their offense will be better? Maybe. I mean, like, but then when you're looking at the schedule, what they, what Royal Oak has on their schedule, and it's very interesting because they open up with Ferndale. Then they have to go, they have Troy. Both those games are on the road. Then you have the um, battle for the, um, for the new trophy um, that Berkeley and Royal Oak has on September the 10th. Then you got Athens, Pontiac, Farmington. Avondale, Bloomfield Hills. Then you got to go to Frazier to close out the year. So out of that whole schedule, you got five home games for Royal Oak. Five. But your toughest games look to be on the road with the exception of Berkeley and Bloomfield Hills and Avondale. Yeah. So this team's got an identity crisis. They've got an identity crisis. What are they? Are they a full-fledged power team, or are they a spread type of team? Yeah. I mean, Coach Ray McMahon, they're, he's got an identity crisis. It's very similar to the boys' basketball program at Royal. <laughs> they have an identity crisis. But everything starts and ends with Jesse Hosington. They're um, tight end slash defensive end. Everything starts with him. If he struggles... They're going to struggle. If he does well, Royal Oak's going to do well. Do I think Royal Oak's right where they need to be in the standings? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But don't be surprised if Royal Oak and Pontiac switches. Oh. If that happens. If oh that boy. happens, that's good news for Pontiac. Mm-hmm. That means a couple I W's. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But Royal Oak. Is in a really, so that means a league victory. Yeah. I mean, I, Royal Oak Pontiac game could be really interesting. But okay. the key is here is can, especially on Pontiac's side, if Keith Wade, if Ken Wade could get the momentum, the positive drives of Pontiac and bring him to the, um, bring it to the powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Royal Oak, that's a team I, I just can't trust right now. And I'm being honest with you. I can't trust Royal Oak right now. <laughs> I know they have a cheer goes like, pump that Raven spirit up. <laughs> I'm going like, uh, I'm looking at the schedule right now, and it's brutal. And then when I look at the blue itself, you know, I think Berkeley's better than people think. I think Ferdinand will be very good. But Farmington is being really disrespected in this poll. They're being really... The fact that they went to the white last year, they got a lot coming back. Um, their JV team was decent last year. Um, well, let's... Uh, mm-hmm. What are the changes in the blue? Well... So we were talking about that in the red and the white. So Farmington what are, coming down to the white to the... Farmington coming down from the white is the only move, and then Rochester going up to the white. So that's the only. So they switch. swapped. They okay. swapped. Yep. So everybody else remains the same. So, but 
Ferndale, I can understand why they're favored because of the talent they got coming back and the line up front. Avondale is probably the hard team to figure out because they've had games where they look really good, and then there's games where they just like say, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they packed it in. Yeah. Oh, and it was every other week. It, yeah. It's like they they could score, then they couldn't score. Mm-hmm. Or it was close, and they had a lead, and they blew it. Or Right. You know, it was just so inconsistent. They were so inconsistent. It wasn't funny. I mean – when you look at, and then, of course, I think Troy Athens will be better this year. Um, Troy, I think, will be better this year. Bloopy Hills, I think, is going to regress a little bit. Um, I think Bloopy Hills is ranked way too high. Um, and then Royal Oak and Pontiac, you know, um, I think they're right where they need to be right now. But don't be surprised, like, if Royal Oak and Pontiac switch because – I've got a lot more optimism with Pontiac than I do Royal Oak right now. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now that's, that's a mighty statement there, Sam. It is. It is a real mighty statement because Pontiac's got experience coming back. Royal Oak, they do have experience, but they just got to find that identity. Yeah. And if they can't find an identity this year, you know, that's going to be some trouble coming for them. That'll be some trouble coming. Any sleepers in the blue? Um, or do you Athens, think it's pretty much Troy Athens for sure is a sleeper. Um, who could go up? Maybe Avondale. It's just I just what are don't, you gonna get? That's we don't. I do don't you, trust Avondale. You think the first, I mean, the first two weeks for Avondale are key. Yes, and if I, they can get off to a strong start. Yes, and I know their schedule here. They got a very good quarterback in Jake Herzog coming back. Okay. Um, they got they got to go to Troy. And they got to go to Holly. Those are their first two games. Holly's not an easy game for them. I mean, yes, they're going to be favored on paper, but they'll be favored at Troy as well. They'll be favored. Maybe not. Really? Maybe not because Troy's got that jug of theirs. Troy's got the jug. Oh, no, Avondale's got the jug. My bad. Uh, Avondale's got the jug. (laughs) Um, so that'd be really interesting, a trophy game early on. But Yeah, yeah, right. right away. If Avondale could come out of there 3-0, and maybe 4-0 if they knock off Bloomfield Hills, um, before having to go to Ferndale, Berkeley, and Royal Oak, that'll be a heck of an accomplishment. Yeah. The schedule works out for them if they can go 4-0 heading into that Ferndale. And I think with Avondale, too, it's like confidence. They need confidence in themselves. It seems mm-hmm. like... Um, I'm not going to say their wins aren't because of lack of confidence. <clears throat> Excuse me. But when you get mm-hmm. into that string of losses, mm-hmm. it's easy to lose that confidence. It is. If they can maintain the confidence, they get a couple wins early, mm-hmm. build that belief system up. Yep. Then that's how you knock off teams that you're technically not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Right? It, but if they go 0-2 coming in. They're in trouble. Oh, yes. And especially having to go to Ferndale and having to go to Hurley, that's not going to – in week five and week six, Yeah, that's not easy. All right. Well, that was a good summary there, Sam. We'll leave it there on at least the coaches' poll.
Mm-hmm. Um, again, Sammy's going to be putting together his OA Now football preview show in our studio, which we've done over the last, what, five, six years? I yep. can't remember. Couldn't do it last year because of the COVID pandemic. Yeah, pandemic is kind of in the way. Yep. Said, But we are back at it here in the studio, and we'll get that set up. Um, hopefully, we can have that recorded and completed by next week. By next week, and we can start airing them, and we're going to go in order mm-hmm. from the blue. White, white and, and then the red, the red. and uh, the shows will air three weeks out, and the red uh, episode will run the f- opening week of the season of uh, OA football. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. So, yep. so you can get a little taste of um, all a little more detail. And the cool thing is now we have we're at fifty six, so we just have a couple minutes. Give us uh, the atmosphere at Media Day. If you don't know, Media Day, OA has had Media Day for a number of years. Yep, at Rochester. A lot of print media there, hardly any videos there. We're the only uh, real video team mm-hmm. from Owen TV that's been going over the years. And you get some decent interviews with the coaches. Coach uh, Merrick Vernon did a really good job in Rochester's athletic director, Mr. Dean. He's done a really, really of hosting, good job hosting, hosting the event. Media Day. You know, very, very kind. They feed the they feed everybody. Really? Yep. They give like Jimmy John subs and all that's, that. That's nice. Um, and then they let everybody talk, and then um, and then we do our and then we do the interviews. You they know, do the rounds. The end, do the rounds, and yep. then like you know, and I mean like they they do a fantastic job. Obviously, they do a wonderful, wonderful job. And I think it's a great exposure for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you put microphones in front of them have them sit up front and Mm -hmm. uh go through the interview situation yep Uh, it's a good learning experience for those guys um public speaking um engaging with uh, people you don't know it's Mm -hmm. it it get break you out of your uh you know your cocoon get you out there in into the real world i think it's great Mm -hmm. i think it's good that the coaches get a chance to speak to the media um and get some stuff out there and yeah, really and let I everybody get... know. And then you ask the questions going, why does your defense give up 1,000 points? Yeah. <laughs> I think Rochester is probably the one, the most interesting one to keep a real good eye on, obviously. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the Adams game was probably for the everybody looks at. Did you bring well, that up in I the I did interview? bring that up, yes. I mean, like, um, but a lot of – I got at least 19 of the – um, I got 19 of, 19 of the 20 teams that were there, 19 of the – Oh, shoot, we missed. My brain. We missed two. We missed. I know. We missed A and T. A and T was A and T. Oak Park, Clarkston are the three that I missed. Okay. I mean, but Athens, you know, we had. See, the you podcast. asked tough questions. They mm-hmm. didn't want to. They didn't want to answer those tough questions, Sammy. Well, at least, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I know. I, I know these coaches. You know what I mean. Yes, I got for a number of years. For a number of years. They're so generous with their time with uh, mm-hmm. the podcast and mm-hmm. with you and all. Obviously, yeah. you know. So we'll see what happens going forward. Alrighty. Well, final thoughts this week. Obviously, I'm wishing everybody best of luck. It's spring. Happy fall sports day, everybody. Good luck to volleyball, cross country. Um, yeah, practice tennis, begins. Practice begins. Hot muggy day. Stay safe. Drink those wa- that water and Gatorade, man. Let the fun begin. Absolutely. Thanks, Sam. Yep. Boy, well, now is produced by Sammy Terramino. The views on sh- this show are his and mine alone. Thank you all for tuning in and watching on YouTube live again. If you'd like to watch, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud and uh, Spotify, uh, you can watch us live 10 a.m. Mondays at OrionOnTV.org. Just click the Watch Live button and we're there. That's it for this edition of OINI. We'll see you next week. See ya!